Welcome to Happy Hour with Brittany Bowering and Penny Blackmore. This is a weekly careers podcast where we talk about work life from the perspective of two real people. We aren't millionaires or CEOs, just two people who are good at their jobs, passionate about career progression, and believe in being happy at work. We discuss work topics that are on our minds, and in each episode, we tackle two questions from our listeners, our lovely listeners. Oh, we love them. Mm. Um, if you like the show, please rate and review it, please. It uh, will help other people find the podcast, but more than that, it'll just make us so happy. It gives us self-esteem. Yes, yes. <laughs> we literally, when we're down, we just read our reviews. That is what I do. <laughs> and cry and say, they love us. <laughs> Also, stay tuned to the end of the episode where we will share our resource of the week. It's extra special. Yeah, so definitely listen to the end. And also, it's just like, it's fun to listen all the way through because it's just such a good podcast. That's where all the juice is, guys. <laughs> Straight up the Oh, end. boy. Oh, fabulous. What's up, Rich? Oh, I do. Well, can we just start it with a cheers? <laughs> oh, I love it. We're drinking white wine in Penny's apartment. Mm. It is a real delight. It really, it's very nice actually. It's like, super nice. Yeah. It's, it's, I feel like Dolly and Pandora more than ever. Oh, <laughs> when I record in their homes. No, they actually go to a studio. Oh, like a professional fresh. studio. Yeah. yeah. That'll be We're awesome. One day. One day. Yeah. Mm. And Penny made me a bolognese. Well, you didn't really make it for me. I think <laughs> I'm eating the leftovers. But I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretending like you made it specifically for me. Very romantical. Me yeah. Yeah. Um, what's going on with you, Penn? What are you thinking about? Uh, well, I guess everyone has watched the Theranos documentary. Oh my goodness. So someone said to me, oh, this is like fail porn. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's fraud porn. Yeah. And it's also like, I find, I found it really interesting because I think more so than other people in these positions, I wasn't sure if Elizabeth Holmes is this sociopath. Yeah, And then I'm like, am I just saying that because she's a woman and I love women and I don't think they're so bad? Yeah, yeah. Um, or do I just think that she I, – I genuinely believe that she wanted to make it work. Right. Like she did actually want to make it work. And then the lies just kind of snowballed. The thing is, I mean, that's what I was thinking about as well, is like I'm sure that quite often, you know, you get this investment um, to almost like in the R&D, you know mm. – uh, time of your product fully believing that you're going to actually create the thing and it's yeah, going to work totally and usually you know it does or you know whatever you fail but she just took it too far so she went further <laughs> it was a lot the voice yeah. thing is funny i've been trying to find videos of her doing her Before. apparently she fakes her voice like that? she goes much lower well i haven't actually heard her speaking normally yeah so i'm like okay it's all hearsay yeah. but i mean like I think that the thing to take away from that documentary, guys, and I think this is a point that people are missing a little bit, is that, like, at that stage in history, the biotech thing was massive. Like, yeah. everyone was like, oh, biotech is the new frontier of startups, yeah. you know, and all these investors were looking into it. And now that she's done this, it's kind of fucked things up for everyone because totally. and now investors are thinking, okay, well, I know how much I don't know now. Right. about this and I have no way of like figuring out if you know like if a scientific uh mm. startup has, is an actual possibility so that's kind of shit that's shit Elizabeth yeah 
really effed um, us over on that one. Yeah. We have this really great biotech idea. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and people are just going to be like, no. Yeah. Because I, there's no way for me to understand this. I'm not a scientist. I mean, there's a way to get there's like a way to get experts in, but then you have to Surely. figure out if they're actually um, uh, if you can trust them, right? Exactly. They're credible, which could uh, always be. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I mean. The people, there's um, there's this. Was I talking with you about this? The first, the first round of funding. Mm. Who was I talking to? This I don't. I, not me. I don't think. It's called like. So how dare you talk to other people? I'm actually trying to think like <laughs> who is my friend who I would actually talk about this stuff with mm. other than you. It's really mm. funny. But th- there's this whole idea of like once you get the first round of funding, then everything else snowballs. Yeah. Right. So it's like you getting that first like. Uh, investor in is obviously the hardest mm. and then there's this and then there's the snowball effect because once one investor's in everybody wants in right yes, yes. and for I mean for women it's actually much harder right because mm. it's just we're just we, I don't well, know because like 95% of investors are, are men exactly I've, I've read some great stories about um female investors who've been sort of presenting to a bunch of VCs and the, the guys are like Hmm, okay, I don't understand this at all. Let me ask my wife. Oh my god. <laughs> like it's like women it's interesting how women's stuff is like not considered to be human stuff. Yeah. Like I know man's stuff. Yeah. Why don't yeah. they know any women's stuff? But anyway, oh, it ran so over. Accurate. I mean, so basically, I don't know if I would recommend that. You don't recommend it. The only reason is is I think you can get like the basis of the story in like a short article. I, I actually agree. It was with like that. two hours long and there was a lot of fluff. Filler. Yeah. yeah. I, I just wanted to watch it for the purposes of having an opinion on it. Yeah. Fair which enough. is literally why I do ninety nine percent of things in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I like forming opinions. But um Absolutely. also another really important thing to note is that the only person in the documentary that didn't wasn't letting Elizabeth Holmes get away with this idea, mm-hmm. which was, you know, um, they were going to do these insane blood tests with a tiny drop of blood. Yeah. Was a female professor at her university. She was just like, this is bullshit. It doesn't work. It's not possible. That, that's not yeah. physically possible. Yeah. And everyone ignored her. And I think so that's, funny. yeah, it's a really interesting. Anyway. It is really interesting. Yeah. I mean, she was the only one who was in this documentary, but probably one of the, biggest voices that was like yeah. denying the fact that this yeah. could ever happen. Yeah. Oh yeah. And she just went and it was so crazy because she like got this feedback from her professor. And that's what makes me think she's not completely like she's yeah, a maybe bit right. of this kind of like is it sociopath that I'm looking for? Definitely not like high narcissistic personality. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because she just like skipped straight over this woman and went yeah. and asked other people. She was like, "Well, fuck you." Insane. <laughs> yeah. Um. And how about you, Brish? What's on What's on your mind? What have you been up to? Oh, there's lots of stuff. I mean, I was just um in London, which was really great. I love London. Brit was like losing her shit over this fire escape. It was oh, very adorable. There was a fire escape, and <laughs> we had no. There was no like. Um, uh, balcony or anything but there was a fire escape and it was overlooking this like little British um, kids school where they all wore the little uniforms Ooh. it was just too much it that's very too adorable I mean, like, London is very adorable it's yes. very cutesy yes in a way I mean like I'd forgotten how cute it was yeah totally. and then I went back there and I was like oh it's like a little village it's like Harry Potter yeah so in so like 
on the theme of London, of mm. course, I was listening to all of my favorite UK podcasts. Great. And I was listening to Otega Uwagba's podcast. Oh, wow. You, had, got, yeah, you did a good job of the name there. Thank I've you. I've always been like, Otega. She's just Otega, like Madonna. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I guess you could do that, too. But she is. Um, she has this podcast it's called In Good Company, and she interviewed this woman called Emma Gannon, mm, who has a her. podcast mm. also, mm-hmm. all these podcasting ladies, mm-hmm. uh, called Control-Alt-Delete. And I really like this Emma Gannon character. Yeah, she's lovely, isn't she? She is fantastic. very down to earth. Yeah. yeah. And she was talking about how she really hates the word freelance. Mm. And I mean, I've done freelance work before, and so have you. So I'm really curious what you think about this. But like, she was saying she really hates when people say like, oh, I'm a freelancer. Oh, I do freelance, right? Because especially in, in a creative profession or whatever, mm. you're not just a freelancer. You're a writer or you're, you know, a, cre- a um, I don't know, a... What else could you be? A designer. A designer. Or a creative could, director or an yeah, art director. Or anything, right? Mm. But, but calling yourself a freelancer discounts so much what mm. you actually do, which is so much more than that. Yeah. You know, like, did you call, you called yourself a freelancer when you were, or were, were, would you say Yeah, that but like, I thought it was like a real novelty. Yeah, I've cool. never done it before. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm freelance. I'm That's working funny. in my gym jams, you yeah. know, in bed all day. They write all these articles on how if you're going to freelance, you have to get, get out of bed. Yeah. Even if you're not going anywhere, you have to put on clothes, you have to shower. I was like, fuck that. If I'm freelancing, I'm doing it in full disgrace. Absolutely. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, you have your hair a full disaster, never getting out of your pajamas. The best bitch. Yeah. The best bitch. Yeah. But I just thought it was so cool that she said that, you know, because it is something worth thinking about, you know, like, how much do you really value the work that you're doing? Mm. How much do you, how much do you think your contribution is, is, um, you know, is actually worth something. I think calling yourself a freelancer is just such a. Uh, so what does she recommend? You call it. You say what, what your actual. Yeah, what you are. I'm a writer. I'm a designer. I'm an. You know, I mean, actors would always say actor, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah. But like you know, she's like, you're not a freelancer. You basically have a small business. Yeah. You know, like you're not a freelancer. You are a business. Yeah. So you should treat yourself like that. And it's, it's, yeah, the it's, world of freelance is fascinating yeah. because it's like these people would have to have such good word of mouth yeah because you if you're just one person you can't be going out and doing three months of business development and relationship management um to get a six month or a one-year contract because you're literally you have to work all the time yeah yeah that's yeah they must be amazing people right hustlers Hustlers, exactly (laughs) and I mean we've been working with I was also thinking um I wrote down in my notes here I've been thinking about this for a while now because we work often with like these really big traditional companies mm. and I was talking to you about this actually yes. recently yeah I'm just I, I it you're never, astonished I'm astonished it <laughs> never ceases to amaze me how such um incompetent people get into such high ranking positions <gasps> I, it is is what is that fantastical <laughs> it's uh, unreal isn't it yeah it uh, I think um, when I was younger, I assumed anyone, there's this great bit in Seinfeld, actually, mm-hmm. where George Costanza is like, there are men with jobs, Jerry. <laughs> like, just yeah. being imitated by, but uh, sorry, it, not, not imitated, intimidated. Intimidated. But just anyone that sort of, like, wore a suit or, yeah. went, you know, work, worked at a multinational company, yeah. I was automatically like, they must be, like, really good at their jobs. It's kind of amazing how we just 
but a, a solid fifty percent are not. Yeah, are categorically not. Yeah, and you can like with the kind of work we do, you really get to see them for a prolonged period of time in a ver- like a variety of situations. You know what mm. I mean? You're putting them in different kind of formats, and, and the the people like the people who are really like intelligent and smart and capable often just stick out so oh, clearly. Absolutely, but I mean like in those big companies, there's so many places to hide. Oh yeah, right. Like you like if I wasn't doing my job currently there's only me on my team yeah so it would be very obvious as to what was going on right you know like yeah. whereas you know like companies like actually I shouldn't say which companies but some companies have sales teams of like thousands of people massive yeah um which is so it's so interesting but I like we do have some clients that are so we have these two clients from Tetra Pak. I'm, I'm naming names. Yeah. But they have been at the company that they work with Tetra Pak for like over 10 years. Mm-hmm. What one, one of them is like 15 Yeah, years. crazy. Like a really long time. But like they haven't, they have made it, you know, interesting for themselves. Yeah. Like they are, That's pretty they amazing. are really pushing boundaries. Like I find those two people. I really want to name them, but I won't. <laughs> so inspiring. Like when I met them, I was like, oh my God, like you are really making your life. You're creating what you want to live in yeah. a way, which yeah. is just so incredible. Totally. Especially after all that time. Like, yeah. Oh, right. And they're so, <laughs> they're so um, motivated and still excited about what they're passionate. doing. Passionate. Yeah. yeah. There's so much passion. Yeah. There, so and that's really super cool. adorable. Incredibly adorable. <laughs> the most adorable. And not just because they're. Yes, Swedish. I was like, <laughs> Swedish, right? Like, okay. Okay. What are they? <laughs> we, yeah, because I remember you, we, you have to fly to get to the Tetra Pak headquarters. Yeah. You have to fly into Copenhagen and catch a cab across the bridge right. to Lund, oh, which is so in fun. Sweden. But um, yeah, yeah, Europe. So adorbs. Oh, <laughs> fabulous. Yeah. Shall we get into our first letter, Penny? Oh, I'd love to. Uh, hi, Penny and Brittany. Love the show. It's so nice to get a female perspective on work. Yay! I work at a small company and have a great relationship with my boss, who is also the founder. I work in a position where there's no one above me, and lately I've been thinking about asking my boss to create a new role for me that would also be a major promotion, effectively overseeing several different aspects of the business. Since my last performance review, I've been performing super well at my job and getting incredible feedback. So should I go for it? And if so, how? Curious to know what you think, Greg. That is the question, isn't it? Oh, do you want to take a good one? I've just realized I haven't made any notes on this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm out in the cold. How did this happen? That's really funny. Um, But yeah, you go first and then we can riff. All right, I take it away. (laughs) So, I mean, short answer, yes. Right? Like definitely, definitely, Greg, you should obviously go for it. I mean, here's the thing. Worst case, let's say you approach your boss and you're like, hey, I have this idea. I really think we could use someone in this, in this um, uh, position. And I'd really like to be that person, blah, 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 blah. You make a case for yourself. And even if your boss is like, "Mm, I don't think so. We don't have it in the budget. I don't see it going that way, whatever. Worst case scenario is that he, he knows now that you're like, eager to take on more responsibility, that you're super excited about the company, that you're, you know, like actually looking for a future there. And Mm. that is such a good thing. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, like that would be my, my ultimate, like I wouldn't be 
I mean, there's obviously a way to do it better or a way to do it right, but I would say definitely do it. Put it out there for yes. sure. And yes. I think I would also like put it out there with a plan, right? Yes. You're probably going to get to that. That's <laughs> That's like my exact next point was oh, come yes. up with a plan. So it is. No, but it's perfect. <laughs> I mean, obviously like, yeah, tell me what, what would you do for a plan, Penny? I'm curious. How would you, oh, how would you create um, it? Well, I mean, like, I guess um, I would research the role at other companies, if yes. that makes sense. So yes. one of the things that I always do if I'm trying to figure out, uh, let's say I'm hiring someone that I've never, in that role that I've never hired before, mm-hmm. I'll go on LinkedIn and I'll look up, let's say it's a marketing director. Yeah. I'll look up marketing director under jobs. Um, and just have a look at like what the job descriptions kind of entail so yeah. that I know what um, what the expectations are for those roles and what the uh, what the tasks are essentially um, mm-hmm. and what experience is necessary. So I'd look into that um, and I'd, I guess I'd write a job description as well to totally. myself. I think what also might be kind of like to piggyback on that, once you look into like, you know, the job and the job description and what that looks like, it might be kind of cool to come up with or find some sort of a case study of a company where there's someone in that position and you know I mean that's kind of like a bold ask but maybe you could even get in touch with someone who has that position oh why not yeah talk to them about what they're like what is exactly is their role how are they helping the business Mm. what has improved since they've you know I don't know come into that role like I think having this like really kind of solid case study mm. would be super great. If yeah. You, and you know, depending on how excited you are about yeah. this position, obviously. Yeah. But I think also like mm. uh, what your boss is going to want to know is how are you going to add value through this position? Yes. So yes. you kind of need to figure that out. Um, and when people are creating new roles, it's kind of like, it's a bit of a commitment. It's a lot of unknowns. So you have mm-hmm. to like try and fill in as many blanks as possible for your boss so that that person is kind of like, oh, I see exactly what you have planned. Um, some companies, when you start with them, they ask you to do a 90-day plan, which I really like because right. it's kind of like, well, how do you plan to hit the ground running? Right. Um, and it can just be dot points. It doesn't have to be uh, you know, great detail of every single day, but like month one, month two, month three, like what kind of um, mini milestones are you hoping to hit in that amount of time? Um, How do you plan to manage those people that you mentioned? You know, like plan. That's that's always my advice. Plan, 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 prepare. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. And maybe even pitch it to like, like we always say, like pitch it to a friend, several friends, Mm. whatever, see what they think. Mm. Um, Maybe someone who is even a little bit higher, um, you know, at a different company, you know, in the food chain who they could give you maybe a a nice perspective. Mm. Um, The cool thing about this, what I really, really like about this is um, when you're working in a small company, sometimes this is what it takes to actually you know, have a future at a company to yeah, grow in to your, create your own future. Yeah, because yeah. these small companies, I mean, like similar to the one that we're in, there's not really like unless you're creating your role and growing with it, mm-hmm. there's there's no real uh, like yeah. Well, I mean, like we're a small company, so exactly. it's not like we have a people and culture department. Yes. Yeah. Um, so you it's kind not of like, have to oh, do it now yourself. I'm gonna yeah. Now I'm a manager. Now I'm gonna become a this. And yeah. Now I'm gonna do that. Which like, I think is actually so good yeah to be honest because yeah. it's like nothing's preordained it's very um 
you know, like you, you can choose your own destiny in a lot of ways. Exactly. And I really um, like that, that, um, that this, like, cause I think a lot of people get stuck in these small companies and then they're kind of stuck in their role and they're like, well, there's nowhere for me to go. I have to leave. And maybe they really like their job, you know? Mm. So it's like, you have to be able to create your own kind of future there and yeah. try to really imagine. I mean, the company's probably not at a standstill. Most mm. companies are like, looking for growth. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know. yeah. I think um, all, what what you should also put an emphasis on is like even in situations where somebody's uh, you're kind of creating a new role, don't forget to put emphasis on why you're the right person for this job, mm-hmm. right? So like instead of just being like, here's my plan, um, I may or may not be able to execute it. Right, um, yeah. Uh, and you know, like really sell yourself the same way you would as if you were applying for a new role, yeah. but even more perhaps. Um, and what else was I going to say? So, I mean, like if you're getting incredible feedback, that's really something to leverage, like yeah. that kind of good favor. It's a nice time to make a move. Yeah. And like I always say, do I always say this? <laughs> I always think it anyway. I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> but if it doesn't happen now, that's okay. Like you can sort of say, okay, well, you know my plan. We can talk about building up to this. Yeah. Um, so it might be in the pipeline for six months' time or 12 months' time, yeah. um, but at least it's in the pipeline and they're not going to go ahead and hire someone else exactly. before you've had a chance to say something, which is always the worst when yeah. you're like, you're thinking about it and then they they put a job ad up and you're like, shit. Well, exactly. You have to put yourself, you have to put yourself out there. And sometimes yeah. like, even if, you know, your, your founder thinks, oh, you're not quite qualified enough for this, but you have put yourself in that position. Like he now knows, he or she now mm-hmm. knows what you're looking for. And, and I mean, I, I can't emphasize this enough how important it is just for that person to know how dedicated and excited mm. you are for this company's growth and you know for what's good for the company and whatever I for think sure. framing it around like look at all the things that will improve if we have someone overseeing all of these departments or mm. whatever the role actually is you yeah. know like focusing on the company because of course your founder that's what they care about yeah it's yeah how is this going to help the company how for will it sure. make it better yeah yeah and also I just sort of one more thing mm-hmm. if you're like if you're in the research phase of this plan that you're going to make where you're kind of like figuring out, okay, I'm about to jump up, I'm about to start managing some people, maybe um, what you can do is kind of talk to a couple of colleagues and be like, you know, if you were to see someone coming in and just be kind of transparent with them because they would usually kind of support you, mm-hmm. um, if you were to see someone in this role, what would that look like for you? Right. And they might say something like, well, you know, something that we're really lacking in this company is training and development of, yeah. of particular teams yeah. or something like that. Um, and then you can kind of use that, you know, That's you brilliant. can say, oh, I've talked to, you know, I've talked to the team and they really want someone to lead this aspect. Yes. Because, so that you, like you're doing this kind of like research, this like pre-research for the role already. That's, mm, that's, um, getting that's really, buy-in. That's really good advice, Penny. Oh, I mean, I love <laughs> I to, to plan. I love planning. You are it a just planner. makes me comfortable. It's true. You love a plan. <laughs> and, and it never hurts. Like, you'll it never doesn't. regret planning. 100%. Cheers to I'm never regretting planning. All right, letter number 
two, Penny. Shall I read this one? You definitely shall. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, this is from Fiona, my dear friend Fiona. Hey, Penny and Brittany. I've been at my current company for three years, and I'm generally pretty happy in my role. I got a promotion about six months ago. My team is great, and I believe in the company's mission. The problem is we've just been through a major restructure, so budgets are frozen and absolutely nothing is getting approved in terms of projects. So I am really freaking bored. <laughs> I feel ya. Yeah. Um, I'm obviously not wanting to leave, but from my experience at this company, the holding pattern that we're in right now could go on for another two or three months. So I want to know, what do you guys do when you're bored at work? Thanks so much and love the show. Fiona. Oh, Fiona. Baby. You just got to start internet shopping, Fiona. <laughs> you know, just hop on. Brittany, don't tell them what I do. Get a porter and just start cruising. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's I, it. Honestly, done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers Tap and out. done. Yeah. Oh, no, geez. this is this is a tricky situation. Yeah. Because being bored at work really sucks. Oh, fucking hell. Because what's you're sitting worse? there all day. Okay, what's worse? Being crazy, insane, busy or being bored? Oh, being bored for sure. Yeah, it I is. Lo- I actually love being crazy, insane, busy. All right. Fair enough. The I wouldn't way. say that I love that, but yeah. I, I mean, I like being busy, but when I say crazy, insane, I mean like you're like... Okay. You know, I, like I'm always. Your I don't think I've eyeballs out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Maybe I've never been that busy in my life. Well. <laughs> yeah, but fair enough. Yeah, it is yeah. worse than being bored. It is much worse. Mm. Because it's just hours stretching. Time goes by so slow. Ooh. Oh, and you're like, why do I have to go to work today? Yeah. If there's nothing to do. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so what would you do, Penny? Well, um, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Let me just check my notes. I just um, what you wrote down. Because <laughs> now I don't know what it means. No, but that's it's... the funny thing. Oh, here we go. Okay, yeah. I'm just going to read out my notes so you guys can laugh at me. I've written learn, build relationships, plan. I just love that you wrote plan because we just like talked about how much you love Surprise, planning. surprise. Yeah. I'm Penny like the plan. plan and feedback girl. Yeah. But I think this is great, great advice. Like okay, no now that I'm reading it, I'm like, it oh, yeah, sense. that does make sense. Okay, so <laughs> so in terms of the learn segment yes. of this advice, um, obviously this is a perfect time to learn new shit. Yeah. So get on it. You yeah. don't have to like get a training budget approved in order to learn a whole new skill. Yeah. And actually – Funnily enough, this is uh, we got this letter, but then I also read about this book today, which we'll put in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> Brittany looks terrified. I'm confused. Um, so this book that I'm currently reading, it's called No Hard Feelings, mm. Embracing Emotions at Work. Mm-hmm. And I <laughs> bought it because I was like, I'm such an emotional person. Um, but basically, they actually talk about um, what to do when you're bored at work. And they had this great suggestion where basically um, you find someone who's got a different skill to you. Like um, actually you and I would be perfect for this. Mm -hmm. So we sit down for an hour and you show me how to use Photoshop or something. Right. Um, Or you teach me about uh, the rules of YouTube or whatever it is you do. Yeah. (laughs) Lol. (laughs) You teach me how to do the perfect blow dry. Yeah. I'll teach you how to curl your hair. Oh, fabulous. And <laughs> and then I teach you how to do like a cold um, 
piece of email or something. Yeah, like cold email. That's yeah. the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So you kind of do this like cute little skill swap. Such a great idea. Do you love that? It's because like it's like in language when you do the tandem. There's like mm. in, in, when you're learning a new language, there's this thing called tandem where you're supposed to like team up and then you each like we would speak German for like half an hour and then we would speak English and mm. one person would learn German, one person would learn English. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. And, and and that way, like, you get to meet people from maybe other departments. Yes. Um, you get to learn new things. Um, and so that's the second part, build relationships. Yeah. Like, you can, you know, like, life is busy and you always get this feeling of, like, oh, I don't really have time to go and talk to uh, Norman yeah. in the other department, even though we should collaborate at some stage. Yeah. Now's your time, Fiona. For go sure. talk to have Norman. Yeah. yeah. Go have a lunchy. Yeah. Yeah. Learn about their role, collaborate, yeah. ask if there's anything that, you know, you might work on together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Great. I Just love have that. fun with it. I think You're free. I think this is a really interesting question, especially because, like, with the, a lot of the work that I do, I'm often doing, like, the same thing. Mm. Over, I mean, just for one example would be the fact that we run trainings. So we'll go in and deliver a training at a company. Oh, yeah. The same training. Yeah. The same number of people. Yeah. Um, there's different people. So obviously there might be some challenges there. Mm. But quite often they're the same challenges all the time. So you mm. kind of learn to deal with them. Therefore, it gets a little bit dull, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, Very repetitive. Actually. It's just repetitive. Exactly. Mm. Uh, which ends up being boring. So <laughs> I think that um, what's interesting, you know, that, that we would do, right? We would we do these like feedback kind of um, uh, uh, forms at the mm. end of every training. And what we would always do, like Penny and I and, and Dee as well, our, our other coworker, we would kind of have these little like, like, like these goals, right? Where yeah. we're like, okay, well, I, as a moderator, I really want to reach, like I want to beat my last score. Yeah, whatever, yeah. Right? yeah. And like, we'd always have these little kind of challenges just amongst ourselves that yeah. aren't actually that They're completely arbitrary. They're arbitrary. Nobody's looking at our scores except for us. Yeah. We're like, yes, I got a, 4.9. Exactly. And another <laughs> thing that I've done before as well in these kind of scenarios, because you are in within a company, you're meeting a bunch of new people. I've kind of set a goal for myself of like, I want to make one like um, really like a, an actual connection within that group, you know, mm. like one solid, have a solid conversation. It's really, and you're planning to follow up and there's sort of one real connection yeah. in that group because within two days it gets really hectic and you can often just like leave and never speak to anyone from mm. that group again easily you yeah. know so and easily. also like you know you don't know anyone's name exactly because they all just blur into the same person yeah they take off their name <laughs> we give them name tags they take them off oh, so like they take them off I'm like don't <laughs> yeah now, now I'm no going to have to tap you on the shoulder I if I need something yeah who are you um, so I think that come, kind of comes into play with, with yours as well about mm. building relationships, you know, depending on the situation you're in, try to give yourself these little goals, like mm. set your own challenges. Mm. Um, another thing that I think that people don't do enough, including myself, I was mm. thinking about this, is like, so you're bored at work and, you know, it, within your department, you're like, wah, wah, you know, but look around you, right? Mm. Like there actually might be someone in another team or another group who could really use your expertise. Oh, absolutely. You know, you could lend out, you know, your, mm. um, your skill set to your peers or to, you know, a complete other team or another department, whatever. Um, and that would just be like, that would be such a great initiative and mm. your, you know, whoever your manager is or whatever, they would, that would make you look really fucking good. Pretty fabouche. Right? <laughs> As Penny likes to say. Fabouche. 
<laughs> that's not a thing. Yeah. It's Just so you guys know, on. that's not actually a thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, like, that kind of comes in. I'm, I mean, the last point in my uh, three-point plan, learn, yeah. build relationships and plan, mm-hmm. the last point plan, I mean, like, you've got two or three months now to kind of get ahead of whatever is happening next. And yeah. that might even mean, like, you know, figuring out a way to – um, get a promotion or yeah. move, you know, like get a really juicy new piece of work. Yeah. Um, that would be so, you know, like you can get ahead now. So don't, sure. don't sort of let the time just slip by while you're waiting because yeah. there is so much you can achieve yeah. in that time. I think also like, like you said, like getting a new juicy project or work. I mean, if you're in a small or like depending on what kind of organization you work at, obviously, but like there's no, there's no reason that you couldn't, go out and literally get a new client even yeah. if you're not in the business development oh like you don't even like or yeah. whatever I mean of or, course or start an initiative of some yeah, kind start something do something even if it's like a cultural initiative like yes um that's a great like, idea yeah like, culture. just occurred to me like um one of my friends works at oh used to work at a massive international <laughs> management consultancy like mm-hmm. one of the big four as they say mm-hmm. um and he was on the diversity and inclusion team and he did a lot of stuff for the sort of uh, human resources. <laughs> I'm just going to say it. He just, he was like the resident gay, you know, like, okay, okay, yeah. <laughs> in the best possible way, like did, you know, organize the events and did the talks and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, you know, something for him to really feel like he was contributing to the larger community. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which, That's- I think that's, be a good thing. I think that's a great idea, actually. Mm. Like mm. turning because if there's if there's not a lot of work coming in, that doesn't mean that there is nothing to be done. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you can always improve your organization, absolutely, or your team. Yeah, mm. uh, you, I mean, we often do like fun cultural mm. uh, cor- company cultural things, don't yeah. we? Pen? Brittany and I especially love to instigate some culture. We do love. We, it. we did a full takeover of the Christmas party last year. <laughs> We, we were did. like, excuse me, what is happening here? Yeah. Because we have some things to say. We're taking over. Yeah. And we threw a fabulous Christmas party. It was really fun. I mean, could we call it fabulous? Oh. It was pretty fab. It was it, it was adorable and lovely. Yeah. yeah. And actually, there's a, we have a key learning from that, I think. Do you, what do, is it? Well, I think that everybody acts like men don't like to get all dolled up, but they fucking oh, love it. Good key learning. Men love yeah. to wear a suit. Yeah. They always are the most dressed up out of anyone. It's so funny. Yeah. And we told so everybody. Proud of it's very cute. Yeah. We just, so we decided that because we were just going to, it was just going to be like a dinner. Um, we were going to get a, a really nice catered dinner at the office, right? Mm. Which is like, it's nice and it's fine, but we, we, you know, we're like, oh, maybe we can like jazz it up a bit. Like we'll tell everybody that it's like black tie. Mm. And then everybody just went wild. Yeah. But actually the guys were definitely, they More, took it. Yeah. Took it further. Yeah. We had pocket squares. We had cravats. It yeah. was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I think we nailed that one, Penn. Me too. Ding, ding. <laughs> listened all the way to the end you special special podcast listener rays of sunshine yes yeah. uh we have a really special resource for you this week penny take it away it's it's the dorkiest resource but, but it's actually good. incredible because yeah. i went through um and implemented some of these little hacks today so um if we can link you to a fast company article it's entitled prepare yourself 
26 incredibly useful things you didn't know Google Calendar could do. And it's actually like once I put a few of them in, I just like leaned back in my chair, folded my arms and nodded smugly at myself. Perfect. And I was like, look at this organization. Perfect happiness. Some organized. Tell, tell me one that was like really great that really got you well, excited. Well, I didn't know that you could um, like click all the world clocks so that you have all the world clocks on the oh. left-hand side. So I've got like San Francisco, New York, London, yeah. Sydney, yeah. Berlin. Great. Those are my key zones. Love it. So handy. So That's that you can just quickly look over and be like, gotcha. And then Great. chuck a meeting in someone's calendar. Yeah. But you don't, I mean, like, the most embarrassing thing in the world is, like, putting a meeting in someone's calendar and they're like, uh, so that's 3 a.m. my time. And you're like, oh, minus 14 hours. Minus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And that's so aggravating. I mean, for you, you're always setting up these, like, calls and stuff. So I can't <laughs> Which imagine. is funny because I'm actually the worst at it. Like, I can't. You are pretty bad at I couldn't up. tell you what time it is in London right now. I know it's, like, one hour be- ahead or behind. Yeah. Or yeah. something. What is it? It's one hour. I can tell you right now. It's, it's one hour No, behind. Behind. I think it might be behind. It's one hour behind. Yeah. Which is just too much for me. <laughs> it's too much to track of. There's a lot of places in the world. Yeah. Anyway, I really like that resource pen. Thanks for bringing it to the, no to the podcast's attention. I read a terrible amount of things today. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you so much, you guys, for listening. I'm sorry you were a bit late. Oh, I know. This oh. one's coming out late. Oh. We are sorry about that. We genuinely We should have mentioned at the beginning. Devastated. Yeah. Devastated. Yeah. Um, it won't happen again. Won't happen again. Definitely yeah. not. Um, and please, if you haven't already, I keep I keep doing this, Penny. I keep anytime someone mentions the podcast in Instagram, I'm like, please rate it and review it. Like I just the two R's and one S. Rate, yes. review, subscribe. Subscribe as well would be great. Because the more subscribes, the more I don't know. The more <laughs> I love the subscribes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Goodbye. Bye.